Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all the Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic riddler. Or breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB. Depend on it. Hey, this is Tom Glavin, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Back to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 11.088 after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Gang's all here. Lochi Chuck screens the calls along Goria on the other side of the takeout window. Handsome as hell, Vinny from TV joins us for the second hour of the show. How are you, Vincenzo? How are you doing? Were you, uh, we're, we're talking about the uh, the breaking news out of Floyd County yeah. this afternoon. Were you in the, uh, in the newsroom when this thing broke out? Yeah. Yeah. We were running the ENG, getting the chopper all tuned in. and So you've been in the TV our, business um, over 30 years. You've, you've seen your, your um, share of fires. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they be apartment, house, brush, or otherwise. Um, we're talking about the, the arson angle of this tonight. Right. I, the, there are crimes where I, I don't condone, but I understand. I understand right. burglary. You want to rob a bank. You want to mm-hmm. carjack a car. I, I get what the motive is there. I don't understand the motive of someone that's like, let me just set fire to something. A pyromaniac, so you get a kick out of it somehow. That's right. There is a phrase for it, pyromania. Yeah. Pyromaniacs, they get a a rush from setting things on fire and watching the fire and watching the destruction that fire causes. You you seem uh, oddly too familiar with this. Is this something that you suffer from, pyromania? I was nowhere near Rome (laughs) today. Floyd County? You was at work. Nowhere near it. (laughs) You couldn't even find it on a map. No. All right. Very good. Vinny and TV, uh, from TV in studio. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. LeVar is in Decatur. LeVar, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you doing, sir? Excellent. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, I have a pretty interesting scenario. I believe I heard this. I'm not sure if if this really happened or if it was on a television show. But the scenario is that the persons that could sometimes set a fire because they are a fireman and they're facing being laid off. So they set a fire for job security. I've heard of and, that. I don't think yeah. that happens a lot, though. <laughs> I think and that's. I, a- I can Im- I can imagine it. They would say, "I don't really want to hurt anyone, so I'm gonna set the fire in the woods so nobody gets hurt." Oh, so I see. It could be not. If it, it may not be the person who is a firefighter, but it could be like a son. And you know, could you imagine the father said, "I'm getting ready to lay me off. Uh, that's not 
you know, they're not needing as many firefighters. So maybe the sun or the is that what uh, backdraft was about? Backdraft, right? Was it? I didn't. I've never yeah. seen backdraft. Right, Longoria. Was that what backdraft was about? I've never seen backdraft. No. Yeah, we all. That's what it was about? It's a three billion dollar movie. None of us have ever seen. I saw it. it. I saw was it. it about a firefighter intentionally setting fires? Yes. Yeah. No kidding. Yes. Yeah. All right. Lavar, you ever seen so that movie? I guess it's job security. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a garbage man just throwing garbage on the... Uh, <laughs> just flinging it everywhere. <laughs> Did you see the story? I was out of town for this, but what's the deal with the mailman throwing all the mail in the yeah, woods? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that picture where yeah. all the mail is in... I don't know. What happened with that story? It's like Newman keeping mailbags exactly. in Exactly. Exactly. Uh, storage Taking a ride up to Michigan. But, but all right, if you want to burn something, burn that mail. Burn the mail. Yeah. Because as soon as you see the addresses, they're like, oh, that's Lavar's uh, mail route. Yeah, you know you exactly who's going <laughs> Yeah, it's very easily traced. Yeah. If that that mailman should have been an arsonist. If hey. you're going to not deliver mail, don't just dump it in the woods. you got to set it on fire. Well, so. most, most criminals aren't very bright anyway. So. No no offense, LeVar. I, he wasn't talking about you. No, not LeVar. LeVar right. I wouldn't do such a, a thing. No, of, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> All right, LeVar, appreciate it. All right. Uh, Longo, can I uh, play Nefertiti Jaquez's uh, update on this? Sure. All right. Am I saying her name right? Jaquez. Nefertiti Jaquez. Mm-hmm. Nef, I call Two her. Two homes damaged in a barn filled with restored and expensive cars and trucks destroyed after several brush fires ripped through acres of land near Highway 27 in Floyd County. It didn't take much at all for these fires to really get started and blow up, as you can tell. Tonight at 11, we talked to fire crews about the severity of the brush fires and what they're doing now to protect residents and their homes. Neff says uh, 50 firefighters, seven hours to knock down. Mul- I guess it was multiple blazes, Vinny. That this uh, mid-40s guy with a red beard, ruddy face. Ruddy. I like that. Describe the ruddy. Do you have a ruddy face? No, I do not have no. a ruddy face. All right. It's pronounced round. Round, exactly. <laughs> round. That's I'm right. sorry. Nice. Round. That was so orbital. Nice it's orbital. Oh. Dominic's in Norcross. Dominic, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Um, I called earlier, but my phone died. I was calling about um, your, uh, your canine. Oh, my uh, um, Bosco, my dear Bosco. Yeah, Bosco. I am the CEO of a company that actually does fundraisers for people who are uh, lacking in funds to uh, help their dogs. No kidding. Um, basically, uh, dogs who are indi- uh, people who are indigent, and their dogs come down with critical needs. That's what we do. Well, it's it's it's. I, I have friends that are veterinarians, and small animal uh, vet care is extremely expensive. It's cheaper. Oh my God, yes. It's cheaper to have a horse. Than it is to have a dog or a cat. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, when you look at the cost of, of of what some of the things that need to be done cost t- today, uh, and to do it properly, it really is very expensive. But I think they, I mean, they've got me behind a barrel because I literally, the doctor could have been like, "We need twenty seven thousand dollars today to save your dog's life." I would have been okay. Who do I make the check out to? So they, I mean, they literally can throw. It's like that whole Johnson rod. Yeah, you know, Johnson rod. Yeah. What, Costanza exactly. said, you need a Johnson rod. All right, I no, guess I need a Johnson rod. Literally, they could the, the vet could say that to me. He'd be like, all right, $27,000, we're going to put a Johnson rod in your dog's heart, and she'll survive. I always said, okay. But, yeah, it's expensive. Uh, just that, that little... All the time. We had a, we had a young lady whose uh, Pomeranian broke uh, its, uh, its front right leg in both the humerus, um, I'm sorry, the ulna and the radius. Yeah. Uh, so it was a double break in the front right right arm. And they were quoting her $10,000 in surgeries, including post-care. Oh, my goodness. Mm. We found a doctor 
who was able to set the bones. It was a young enough uh, Pomeranian that was able to set the bones. There's the Pomeranian. That now you choose to do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Four-pound Pomeranian was able, um, about four months old, six months old, was able to set the bones properly. Don't ask me how we got that done. That, that was a miracle. Mm-hmm. And we worked with the University of uh, North Carolina and their, their vet center. How much did it cost? And, Oh, it was $150 a week for seven weeks. We took x-rays each each time to visit to see how wow. the bones were knitting and growing together. And in the end, the, this dog is running around just fine. Um, it's, it's a question of uh, do you... Um, do you listen to the first thing that you hear, or do you get second opinions? Well, I'm, I'm a first-person-I-hear kind of guy. And we, we help that. We help well, right, uh, give, give your organization a plug, if you don't mind, Dominic. Okay, it's called Foxy's Fund, F-U-N-D. F-O-X-Y? F-O-X-I-E-S. Foxy's Fund. If this is a porn site, we'd be very mad. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're found on Facebook as a closed group. Okay. Um. And we've got 7,000 members. All right. Well, listen, when I get the uh, the estimate on Bosco's uh, surgery to remove the lump, I'll be in touch with you. Okay. Because <laughs> i got to put Longoria's kids through college. i got to <laughs> send Low-T to dental school. Mm. Uh, i got to take care of Vinny's retirement, so I'm, I'm strapped with funds. All right. Foxy's Fund. Uh, hopefully, again, is not uh, an adult <laughs> site. I'm always cautious when people throw websites out on the air. Especially if it starts with Foxy. Foxy's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Brett is in Bold Springs. Brett, welcome to the show, my friend. Priest. Welks, buddy. What's going on? Hey, man, I contributed to Foxy's funds at Tattletales all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Tat- the owner of Tattletales is a loyal listener of the Mark Aram Show. So please, uh, if you were going to frequent a gentleman's club, please uh, do that one. I used to bartend there. Uh, no kidding. Yeah, I did. I yeah. saw Barry. I met Barry Sanders there in 1996 or seven. Yeah, I was I was there in '97. Yeah, he was drinking bottled water. I'm like, hey, Barry Sanders. <laughs> He's like, hey, Mark Aram, what's going on? <laughs> hey, about the firefighter thing. Um, I actually applied to City of Atlanta when I got out of the military uh, to be a firefighter, and actually, the arson thing is one of the big questions they ask. Um, they really want to know if you're interested in setting fires. That was like one of the big deals. I wouldn't even th- thought of that, that, that people that um, abnormally like fires would like to become firemen. Yeah, that's actually like a really big thing. That's huh. like one of their first questions. And, and you said you yes, know. and they said, sorry, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they asked how much cocaine I had sold, and I was like, I don't want to admit you a felony on the... You know, that's true, too. So I was like, I'm not, I'm not telling this That's out. none of your they business. Yeah. So... Uh, that is that is a real thing. That is all right. Well, do you, have you ever met anyone that has the uh, pyromania tendencies? Mm, just a couple girlfriends. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was I watching the uh, the movie The Social Network the other day, but the Facebook movie. Have you seen that? No. Oh, it was a good movie, Brett. Anyway, Uh-oh. one of the one of the co founders um, flies back from San Francisco to New York, and he buys his uh, girlfriend a scarf, and she's she thinks he's cheating on him on her, and she's she's going nuts. And she takes the scarf and lights it on fire in his apartment. Nice. So maybe she was the one that did that. Yeah, maybe she owned the <laughs> ne- red truck. I've never had a girl mad enough at me that she ever set anything ablaze. I'm imagining. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. You're not trying hard. No, I've, I mean, I've <laughs> tried hard enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not trying. I, have you had ever had a girl light something oh, on yeah. fire? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. What? My sock drawer. Are you kidding me? No. Your sock drawer. My sock drawer. What For was what the reason? Yeah, what what did you do? 
I don't even remember. Did you do something bad to the Not socks? Bad enough to burn my socks. <laughs> was it was the socks central to the why she was mad though? No, it was just the closest thing to burn. I she, guess it, well, she wasn't mad that you never would fold your socks or I ball them up. You it, fold no, socks. Fold well, socks. whatever. I don't. I don't do laundry. Nah. You fo- ball ball them up. Ball them. All right. Yeah. And Chuck, you've had women. Oh yeah. Burn stuff. Oh yeah. What did they burn of yours? Uh, a, a good portion of my my clothing uh, outfits. Yeah. Yeah, we, I had a bunch. I've of never stuff had anybody. I had a bunch of stuff in two places, and That's I spent love. more time at her place than I was at mine. <laughs> yeah, should have married and, her. Um, yeah, he did. <laughs> I just i i got i got handed a uh, a paper grocery bag full of ashes and bits of clothes, and I said, "What is this?" And she goes, "It's your stuff." And I was like, "Oh, sad face." That's <laughs> really. What, what about you, one, Gloria? Like, no, I've never. Yeah, had me any and you are normal. Yeah, I had to put mine out with a pot, a, a pot of water. I told, I I told this one story when I was in college. Uh, my high school girlfriend mailed me. She would, this is pre-internet and everything. She'd write yeah. me letters like three times a week. Yep. And she sent me a big envelope. I was like, oh, she sent me the thing. And I opened it up, and every picture that she had of two of us was cut into a million pieces, and they yeah. all fell out all over. I've gotten the confetti wow. thing too. But I've never, uh, never anything. No, that's labor, that's that, labor intensive right there. Right. It took me a while to rebuild the old arsenal. Brett Longoria is playing me off the stage, buddy. All right, I'm going to bed all later. Right. See you, bud. <laughs> Brett and Bolts. Oh, I thought you said to Brett. go. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. We got a break anyway. Uh, Ed and Dunwoody, hang tight. More of your calls. Uh, the arson story out of Floyd County. 404 750 This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back, uh, 1123, 60 degrees on Peachtree Street. It was freezing this morning. It's cold, yeah. Atlanta cold. It was 51, 49, yeah. somewhere in between. In it's between nice. 49 and 51. It's so weird because you wake up, it's freezing, and then and it gets in it's 85 yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah, exactly. They, you don't have to worry about that in Montana. No, it's always cold. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about that in Tijuana. It's always hot. There you it's go. Always hot. All right, uh, it's always hot in Dunwoody. Ed's in Dunwoody. Ed, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Hey, clarity on the backdraft movie. Okay. There was a politician who wanted to a Chicago politician who wanted to cut the funding to the fire department. So a rogue fireman decided to start setting fires. You know to you know to see the need for additional money coming gotcha. in. So uh-huh. that was the the basis of the movie. Uh, I I am all for cutting uh, cutting costs, but that's one thing I don't think you ever mess with. Don't mess with the fire department. I mean, God, those guys are truly the bravest. Yeah, it, it was a very good movie. I really recommend watching it. You guys said you hadn't seen it. Yeah, it's it's we. I mean, it's such a popular movie. Yeah, and I still haven't seen it. So uh, yeah. add it to two hours, invest it, and watch it. And add it, that's a Kurt. That's a Kurt Russell film, right? Yeah. Wasn't that Ron, Kurt? Ron Howard? Uh, did Kurt it, yeah. Russell and um, Scott uh, Glenn. One of the Baldwin boys were on it. I don't know which yeah. one. Uh, Dickie, Dickie Baldwin, the unknown Baldwin guy. Yeah, yeah Dickie. All right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Chico. Well, thank you, Ed. I appreciate it, buddy. Uh, Jeff's up next on the program. Hello, Jeff. How's it going? What's up, brother? Uh, I was listening to your. The guy with the Foxy's Fund, and I decided to look it up because I have a blue healer that went blind at the first of the year, and I'm kind of don't have the funds to take care of whatever the problem is. So I looked it up, and it it comes up on the internet, but the the, the thing that comes up right underneath it is all the complaints that these people have. What? <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, the reviews are terrible for this 
for Foxy's Fund. Did you spell it correctly? Yep. All right, I'll do <laughs> no some. No porn. No porn, all right. So I can use the work computer to look it up. Foxy's yep. Fund. Um, I'll, again, I, I if it's if it's not legit, I apologize. I obviously didn't know. Well, it's, it looks legit, but it also looks like one of the dogs they decide to use as an advertisement is not one that they have permission to use. Oh, you did a lot of re- you, you want to be my producer? Hey. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did more research than Chuck's done in six months. We're looking for an investigative reporter, so. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, it's uh, the website looks, it's uh, a 501c3, which means that's a, a charity, so they're not making money on it. But when you just look it up through Google, it, 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 the second thing underneath it is the complaints that, that come yeah. up. Yeah. What I should do is... Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not looking for help to pay for my my dog's care, but I should crowd uh, source and find out what it should cost, so I don't walk in there and they because they they I I have sucker written on my head. They know how much I love my dogs, and I, they have a meeting before I come in. They're like, Aram's coming in. What do you want to? Maybe there's something we can do. What do you want to charge him for the Johnson Rod? Twelve. Maybe, maybe we could fix it here. No, but someone out there, there's probably veterinarians listening now that could give me. Bosco's got to get like a fatty lump removed so that so does her dad but she's got a fatty lump <laughs> his shoulders <laughs> yours is bigger yeah, on his shoulders yeah a fatty lump moved i just want to know ballpark because i asked my vet friend um uh, how much it was going to cost for bosco to get uh the ecg or the whatever that, that happened today yeah. mm-hmm. and she was like oh, two 250 bucks it was 500 well, I- bucks I know that the lump removal it's depends on how big and yeah. what what it's close yeah, to. Ryder's got one on his back that's close to his spine, yeah. but it's not it's not pressing on anything. So they said it wouldn't cost hardly anything. If it shifted down towards his stomach lining, it yeah. would be a little touchier because they've got this is like it. on a rib cage. Yeah, almost. I remember it's on. Yeah. So I I think it depends on the size and where it's at too, as far as cost. And she's little, so it's. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Doc. He was 120 pounds. He's but more expensive I'm, just by proxy. I, I am telling you, yeah. it's cheaper to have a horse than it is to have a dog or a cat. Dogs are expensive, man. Pets are expensive. Little pets are extremely expensive when it comes to veterinarians. The 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 horses are cheap compared to to dogs. Other than the fact they eat a lot. Because it, when yeah. it's a horse, they're like, well, the, the owner's like, well, all right, we'll just shoot him then. You know? <laughs> oh lord! They put down horses all the time. Yeah, there's yeah, but dogs. No one's gonna be like, all right, we'll just we'll just shoot the we'll dog, shoot the dog. <laughs> take him out back. Yeah, old no. yeller. Yeah. All right, uh, when we come back, Johnny Kilbasa with a football minute and a fast food review. Unless he's still watching the World Series, which is uh, I believe going to be the ninth inning. So we'll see. Maybe Johnny Kilbasa will be here. Maybe not. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk on Twitter at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. This is Henry Winkler. How are you? And you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. How lucky are you? He packed in the animals two by two. Ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight. I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the bus, Jeff and him. Tell me about the master play. Oh, my Lord. Welcome back to the show, 1135, 25 in front of midnight. Mark Aaron with you till 12, Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. 
Loti's here, Longoria is here, Vinny from TV is here, and you are here. Or you're there, I'm here, as we say at the beginning of the show. Um, Johnny Kielbasa is calling to do a football minute in the middle of the World Series with his team up 6 to nothing. That, my friends, is commitment. Johnny Kielbasa, a noted fast food guru, also a pigskin prognosticator and a recapper, joins us usually every Monday on the Mark Aram Show to uh, break down the weekend that was in the world of pigskin. Uh, but you were partying in the streets of Believe Land last night. Is that correct, Johnny? The wave of success is washed over the North Coast, Mark, and I had to get caught up in it for another week. Excellent. Well, congratulations on uh, making it to the World Series, and it looks like you got Game 1 just about wrapped up here. So uh, we are all rooting for you here at the Mark Aram Show, Uh, mostly to, to make Walter mad. Chuck's buddy Walt is a huge Cubs fan. Oh man! And yeah, uh, preach, if he hasn't preach. broke his television by now, <laughs> I'm sure he might have. And that yeah, no that one, guy probably bet on the game too. I bet Walt bet a lot of money. I on guarantee you, he's yeah. got money on these games. He's a degenerate, that dude. But uh, we love him anyway. Um, all right, Johnny, you ready to do the uh, Johnny Kibasa football minute? Mark, give me some of that ten yard fight. <laughs> Georgia Bulldogs were idle, so uh, at least they didn't lose, but uh, the Georgia Tech was on the field. No, wait, they were idle, too. So uh, while your Georgia State Panthers beat the University of Tennessee, Martin, Roll Tide took agricultural and mechanical out of Texas A&M. The Aggies may have been a little overrated this year. The Ohio State University Buckeyes lost a heartbreaker thanks to a no-call pass interference and whiteout conditions in Sucky Valley. The uh, Magic City Falcons lost another close one. No one should be losing to San Diego, guys. Come on. The Retirement City Cardinals and Grunge State Seahawks fought a overtime deadlock touchdownless battle of attritional draw. Why even bother? But you know what they say. A tie's like kids in Fennec's sister. Even though no one wants to hear it, the New England Patriots are the best team ever and may ever lose again. The Cleveland Browns are 0-7. That's got to be some kind of record. At least Cleveland's winning in everything else these days. And Mark Aram's own New York Giants hopped upon to London's hollow. Wembley Stadium made bangers to mash out of the L.A. Ramshackles. This is 5,434 miles from the L.A. Coliseum to Wembley Stadium. That's a long way to go to watch bad football, everybody. Right under the gun, Johnny. I like it. Yeah, that was... Uh, I'm glad I didn't watch that game. I was uh, driving back to the airport in New York when that game was... Because it starts in London. It's like a 10.30 kickoff or 10 a.m. kickoff. So it was 9.30, I think. 9.30. So I got to listen to bad football. I didn't have to watch bad football. Um, all right, so do you... Being a Clevelander, an Ohioan guy, you don't even care about the Browns at this point, right? I mean, you, you've got the Cavs, you've got the Indians. You're, you're content. The Browns it, could... It, could literally burn to the ground, and you're fine. Uh, it's it's funny that um, that could happen, but you know, you turn sports talk on in Northeast Ohio, and all you would hear is people complaining about the Browns. Actually, not this week. The World Series has taken over everything. But yeah, let's forget about it. We've got too many other things going on, and today was probably the greatest day in the entire history of Cleveland sports. The Cavs raising the rafters, raising a banner to the rafters and the Cleveland Indians taking it to the Chicago Cubs on the North Coast, and the weather's getting bad. 
Would would a Cleveland Indians? Well, I already know the answer to this question, but I want to say it anyway. A Cleveland Indians World Series win mean more than the Cleveland Cavaliers winning the NBA title? That, um, I think that the 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 initial breaking of the curse is going to be unmatched in the entire history of of Cleveland, Ohio. Now. This is, I believe, James Brown himself, the godfather of soul, who was a Cleveland sports fan, said, once they win, man, they're going to win everything. So I think we might just start winning everything except football. All so. right. So you, the bottom line, you personally, whatever, if if Cleveland wins the World Series, you don't care about the Brown season. It's already done, right? You're good. Well, I, yeah, I mean, regardless of how it goes, comes out, it's, it's so frustrating being a Browns fan because every two years they – start over with a brand new regime and then this regime thinks that they have to get rid of every person that was ever there before thinking that whoever came before them made no right decisions at all so let's start we've got 18 rookies on the team i mean who cares yeah who cares what they're doing right now go tribe and now on the mark aram show it's time for the fast food review Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from Parts Unknown, Height Unknown, Weight, we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the take, and I'm covered with cheese. I aim to please, and it's free tacos for everybody, courtesy of Johnny Kilbasa today. Yeah, did you hear? Uh, that's Speaking of the Indians, so Longoria, this is uh, important news to you. Um, we might. Do you want to use the breaking news sounder I on this? I think so. Where is Hector? According to uh, the Twitter, because the Indians stole a base in tonight's game, everyone's getting a free taco, uh, Doritos Taco Loco, on November 2nd between 2 and 6 p.m. Nice. I think if the Spurs win tonight, we get free tacos, too. But not here, obviously. That's just from your wife? She's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. the Spurs win, Longoria, I'm buying you a taco. Longoria gets free tacos every Wednesday. I do. So... So basically, I, this is a, a brilliant marketing ploy by Taco Bell, and I'm going to tell you why, Johnny. I'm not going to tell you your business, but the, you're the oh, business man. of fast food. I'm in the business of business. So oh, let's say, generously speaking, 5 million people go to Taco Bell for the free taco on November 2nd. I don't think it'll be that high. What's the, the cost per taco of a Doritos Taco Loco? What does that cost to make? A dime, maybe? Maybe. Maybe a dime. Maybe. If yeah. it, if that, yeah. and no one goes to Taco Bell and is going to eat just one taco. Longoria's eighteen month old baby girl is like, well, give me give me a six pack. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even That's toddlers right. don't eat just one taco. So let's say Loti takes hot neighbor uh, to the local Taco Bell on November second for the free taco. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna wind up spending more money. You're going to get uh, a quesarita. Date night. Hell, that's anniversary night, <laughs> You're going to get a Mountain Dew, Color Blast, Supreme. Oh, yeah. You're going to add up. So so even though they're giving away 5 million tacos at a dime apiece, that's $500,000, they're going to make 10 times that when people buy more stuff. Yeah. You, you can't pull me in with just one taco, though. It, you well, can't pull me in with yes, just one free taco. You've been pulled one in. taco dirties one I've had, molar in my I've mouth. gotten you to walk down two flights of stairs for half a donut. They have stairs in this building? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, down the elevator. You, on November 2nd, I'm going to text you at 1.55 p.m. be like, free taco, Vinny. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's right. No. Nah. Yes, you will. I will not. Longoria? 
I don't know. I mean, there's one by my house. No, no, I'm talking about, about Vinny. Vinny. I know you're going. Mm. Vinny will go that. But you're going to. But you're going to go there and you're going to buy. Uh, go you're going to buy a bunch <laughs> of other stuff. So I think it's a brilliant marketing uh, ploy by Taco Bell. I'll go to KFC, get a bucket of tenders, and I'll stop by for a free taco. Hey, I'll tell you who who will get just the taco and then leave. Who? Mark Alewine. Oh, say Clark Howard. <laughs> oh, Clark Howard too. Get Alewine. Can you scream out to Alewine in there? Bring him yeah, in. Bring Alewine's going to go to six different tacos. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that's 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 what I'd be doing. He'll make a loop and hit everyone. In the <laughs> See if he can come in the studio real quick because I, I I believe Alewine is has the discipline. Yeah. To you should go to a Taco Bell and get the free taco because he does it. He's the master of freebies. He goes to Dunkin' Donuts. Mark Elwine joins us in the uh, in the Mark Aram Show studio, makes the uh, walk over from the uh, the newsroom. All right, so Taco Bell promotion uh, on the World Series. They had a stolen base today. Mm-hmm. So now everyone gets a free Doritos Taco Loco on November 2nd between 2 and 6 p.m. Okay. My question for you, I know you're going to go get the free taco. That's Absolutely. a guarantee. Yes. Are you disciplined enough not to buy anything else? Will you just go and get the free taco and then no. move along? No, I'll have to get a, a Crave box, too. <laughs> okay, so e- so even disciplined alewine is going to spend money after free taco. But you're the king of the free stuff. I, I do. Yeah, the Dunkin' Donuts app. Tell us about the Dunkin' Donuts app. I like the Dunkin' Donuts app, especially uh, back during uh, baseball season. Uh, they were they had a several different promotions. But if the Braves won, you got a free iced coffee. And you don't even drink coffee. You're no, right. but I, m- m- my wife really <laughs> likes it, and so she turned me onto it. And then you know, any free, I'll get. And of course, I had to get a donut or sandwich sure. or something while I was there. So now, what uh, any other freebies that you? Fast food freebie. Uh, I have had trouble downloading the McDonald's app to my phone, okay. but my wife has it on her iPhone, and she comes home like uh, once a week with something like on a Thursday, like free fries or a free Big Mac or yeah. you know hot apple pie. I, I see. I thought you were disciplined enough to just go get <laughs> one taco and then keep driving. And then Chuck said you're gonna you would hit six different Taco Bells. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's no, smart. Just, I, just, that I just go to the one there uh, in Oconee and. Uh, yeah. And then uh, and get the crave box for later. All right, fair enough. I, I gave you more credit. I thought you were disciplined to not spend money. Just go get the free taco, and uh, be on your way. All right. So November, so I'll text you and remind you. Thank you very much. But it's right in your sleep time though, <laughs> two to six p.m. No, no. If I, I get up around four, so I for gotta, a free taco, you'll yeah, get up around. I'll get up. I'd right. get up early for that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Mark Elwine coming up in uh, fifteen minutes. With Real quick, Mark, uh, what are you leading with at uh, midnight? So we know. Campaign 2016, he loves it, he knows it, he owns it, he is Mark Aylwine. All right, back to Johnny Kibasa. All right, so I totally hijacked your segment here, Johnny. Hey, um, don't quit your day job, Aylwine. <laughs> <laughs> He's out of your shot now. Who the hell is that talking, Mark? Um, so, uh, yeah, continue, Johnny, I'm sorry. November 2nd. Free tacos. Tell them Johnny Kibasa sent you, and they might give you one of those cinnamon twists on your tray, too. Nice. I haven't had those in a I'll long time. I just, I just, I order so much food at Taco Bell that it doesn't even occur to me to get the Cinna twists at the yeah. end. So I've already, I've already got. I always over order at Taco Bell because me you too. know you go to McDonald's, you know. All right, give me the fish fillet meal and a cheeseburger, and you know what you know, you know that's going to fill you up. You don't Longoria, get the fish? Longoria says, give me the double quarter pounder and a six piece nugget. He knows that's good. When you go to Taco Bell, the the menu is so varied. I never know what's going to fill me up. It's all the same thing in a different shell. But there's different sizes of stuff, so I never know is one burrito supreme going to fill me up or two, do I? So I always Supremes, and I, you never want to get too little food. So I always wind up ordering too much food. Does that make sense to you, Johnny? 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, should I have gotten that third chicken quesadilla to line <laughs> the bottom of my bag? I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll just, if I don't get to it, I don't get to it. I'll yeah. just leave it out on the table and eat it in the morning. It's a buck 19. Well, I mean, what do you, but I, I always over order at Taco yeah. Bell. Always a fact. That's part of their genius. You never know what's going to fill you up. So you're like, well, you might as well get seven. Especially of these if you're things. going through the drive-thru. You got to get something. Yeah. You're not and you're under back. pressure, too, because you got nine cars behind you. Oh, I don't care about them. I do. I'm very, I'm, <laughs> if, if, Listen, I'm a fat guy who's hungry. Don't get in my way, all right? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's fatter guys behind you that are hungry. <laughs> well, there's going to be a nice wrestling match going on. They're, they're honking you. Wrestling. All right. Uh, Johnny, uh, listen to your solo podcast, episode 15, I believe it was, uh, when I was up in New York. Good job on that, by the way. Thanks. Thanks. And uh, I just uh, Sausage Hut 16. I just put it up there an hour ago, so get at it. Sausage Hut 16, Johnny's uh, podcast available on johnnykielbasa.com and on iTunes. And, of course, uh, follow him on Twitter at Johnny Cabasa. Johnny, we appreciate you as always. And it's Clutch Rolls High, baby. Oh, my. See you soon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> com. Sausage Hut. Uh, believe land, buddy. Go Cleveland. Go Tribe. All right. Appreciate you, bro. It's that, bro. All right. We got one segment left. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but it'll be entertaining. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Ready or not, here I come. You can't Did you play this song on purpose? I did not. <laughs> Why? So this morning on, uh, on WSB TV. Oh, I heard that, yeah. Well, I forgot about Can that. I play that audio? Sure. So this morning, Fred Blankenship, 4.32 a.m., right Right as we start. I'm ready for my first uh, hit of the morning, Vinny. You ready? Um, Fred Blankenship throws it to me. Let me see I can, uh, if you hear this audio or not. Ready or not, here he comes. You can't hide because Mark Aram's going to tell you about your commute right now on I-20. Mark is standing by with triple team traffic. We're going to find the delays no matter where they so pop he up. He throws Ready. it to me with that uh, with the Fugees, Fugees, which is fine. But at 4.32 a.m., I'm barely functional. Right. And the fact that he, he surprised you. He did Maybe. surprise me. You know, wait till 6.30 before we start messing around. <laughs> 4.30, I'm just, you know, getting the boogers out of my eyes. And he... he so the, I was wondering if you played that because no. uh, that was the song that was, and uh, actually sang one one line, one Whoa. word of that. <laughs> Gonna find you and make you want me. Good Fuji song. Mm-hmm. I like those guys. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Just wait for wow, that clock to tick. I've had a rough day, Vin. Three minutes. This is an emotional roller coaster of a day for me. You should be on cloud nine, right? I should be. Yeah. So. Yeah, because you got cut down and then brought up. Like, I did. You know. Yeah, man. I was, I was already thinking. Uh, Flying high. Thinking the worst. Yeah. It was a tough thing. Anyway, um, but I had a good dinner tonight. I went to. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, where'd you go? Yeah, to where? Atlanta Fish Market. Stone Crab season. So said? this is Stone oh, Crab season. So nice. they sent me an email. Thanks for bringing us some. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you why I did in a second. <laughs> and they're like, Stone Crab's in, in season for only two weeks because that's it's a quick yeah. season. Vinny's yeah. from Florida. He knows, right? Joe's Stone. Yeah. What's the place down there? Yeah, in Miami, Joe's, Joe's? Mm-hmm. not Joe's Crab Shack, but Joe's Stone, Stone Crab, whatever. Yeah. So they sent me an email like, "Hey, we got it for two weeks. Come into Atlanta Fish Market." So I was like, "Well, you know, I woke up at four to see if my dog was alive today, so I had time to actually go get a sit-down dinner." So I go to Atlanta Fish Market. I got uh, a pound and a half of stone crab legs. I've got the receipt in my hand. 
this is for star of the show. We're going to go Price is Right on this, okay? Okay. We'll start with Vinny. Pound and a half? A pound and a half of uh, jumbo stone crabs. Are we doing your total bill or just Just the stone crabs. Okay. How much? Pound and a half of stone crabs. Uh, $23.99. $23.99 is the first bid. Low tizzle. That's got to be expensive. I'm going to say... 65. Ooh, wow, all right, I got to write these down. V- Vinny, you said what? 23.99. 23.99. Chuck said I said 65. $65 Longoria, pound and a half of stone crabs. You have the advantage. You can go a cent or you can go 6 $65 and 1 cent. Um, you have an advantage here. What are you doing? Or you can guess whatever number you want. I'm going to go $70. 70 Yeah. See, that's He's not how you play the game. He's about as good at this <laughs> that's as he not is how you play the game. game. <laughs> do you ever watch Prices Right? I do. I just watched. So you should have just said sixty-five dollars and a penny. Okay, sixty-five dollars and a penny. All right. The actual <laughs> price was sixty-five dollars and a penny. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're all under. Longoria wins eighty-eight dollars. See, there you go. Wow. I still won. That's way off. Eighty-eight dollars. I, I guess I was I was thinking like forty dollars a pound. Roughly, yeah. Right? So, so no, that's I didn't know the price when I ordered it. By the way, yeah, I'm sure you didn't. <laughs> I bet you didn't. I got the uh, I had the chop salad was ten dollars and fifty cents. They better have been good. And the, oh, it was delicious, delicious. Um, let's do star of the show. Wow. Oh, we did. Longoria just won and it, right? And now, yeah. are you guys ready for the open. Mark Aram star of the show? That was the star of the show. Yeah, make it legit. Star of the show Bosco. for not knowing how to play places right like an adult, but still win. But still winning. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, Longoria for Star of the Show. yesterday. That's nice. Um, I told you to remind me. Russ. Russ and Gainesville. Yeah, Russ. Because he voted for me for president. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The write-in right vote. The write-in vote. All right, tomorrow night on the show, an exclusive interview. Jay Black sits down with Atlanta Hawks superstar Dwight Howard. We'll hear that live on the Mark Aram Show. We'll play, we'll play that Thomas Hayden Imagine Church. those two standing next to each other. No. Wow. That would be awesome. <laughs> oh, we're late. we got to go. On Twitter at Mark Aram. Bye. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.